Well, here we are again, Henry, taking on the Premier League's big boys. I'd love it if we could beat Spurs on their own patch today. What do you make of the team Cisco's picked? There's no Troy Deeney in the squad, Bill, old thing. I suppose Troy's too busy elsewhere, prioritising his media career. Golly, that's a little unnecessary, Henry. Troy shouldn't be in the squad this season on aesthetic grounds. With his physique, he just can't carry off a shirt with horizontal stripes. Henry, the reason Troy's not in the squad is because the club announced yesterday that they're in discussions with him about his future. Really? Oh well, never mind. We shan't miss him, Bill, old thing. What? In fact, I'll go further, old sausage. Good riddance, I say. Good riddance to Troy Deeney. Hornet Heaven A Legend Forevermore Written by Ollie Wicken, read by Colin Mace Earth Season 2021-22 On the 29th of August 2021, Bill Mainwood, Hornet Heaven's Head of Programmes, and Henry Grover, the man who founded Watford Rovers in 1881, were in the away section of the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, discussing the imminent departure of Watford's captain of the last few years, Troy Deeney. How can you be so dismissive of Troy Deeney's contribution to Watford Football Club? Because he puts too many noses out of joint, Bill. That's not true, Henry. I'd agree he takes a forthright and robust approach to the game of football, but none of his opponents have required facial surgery, as far as I know. I speak metaphorically. He's upset too many people. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, if you're talking about Arsenal fans, that's always been hilarious. No, I mean he's upset too many good friends of mine in Hornet Heaven. Don't be silly, Henry. Troy's always been wonderful to Watford fans. During the pandemic, for example, he phoned fans individually, helping them through illness and bereavement. He didn't phone anyone in Hornet Heaven, Bill. That's ridiculous, Henry, and you know it. Troy Deeney supports supporters. In fact, his support for them is far more personal and profound than their support for him. Poppycock, old thing. A couple of years back, Troy Deeney was absolutely no help at all to good old Charlie White up here. In fact, Troy was the cause of good old Charlie's nervous breakdown. What are you talking about, Henry? When good old Charlie White passed away in 1925, tragically young, he held the goal-scoring record for this club. But in 2016, Troy just barged past Charlie's 88 goals with an insouciance that was downright disrespectful, Bill. And then Troy bulldozed beyond Charlie's 380 career appearances as well. It was rude, Bill. Just plain rude. So let me get this right, Henry. You are basically criticising Troy for his outstanding achievement of becoming the club's 10th highest appearance maker and 3rd highest league goal scorer. Absolutely I am, old sausage, because it isn't only good old Charlie White whose self-esteem Troy Deeney smashed to smithereens. Skilly Williams and Danky Smith were both totally flawed when Troy knocked them down a peg in the all-time appearance list. Skilly and Danky Bill. 
Skilly and Danky. Troy Deeney needs to apologise. And that's my final word on the matter. Good day to you, Bill. Good day. When the game was over, Bill returned to the programme office. His 13-year-old assistant, Derek Garston, was there, compiling statistics from the match. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Crikey, is everything OK, sir? I'm afraid not, Derek, my boy. At the match, I was talking to Henry about Troy Deeney leaving the club. Henry seems to... Oh, that's good of you, sir. Do you think you could talk to me about it as well, please, sir? What? Why? Because I'm... I'm... I'm not ready for Troy to leave, sir. Oh, no. Have I got to deal with you, too? I've tried to keep myself together, sir, but Troy Deeney has been a rock at Watford Football Club for 11 years, sir. Our talisman, sir. Our leader, sir. I can't envisage how we'll live without him, sir. Carry on being dead without him, I think you mean. I don't know how I'm going to cope, sir. <laughs> oh, dear. There, there. Sorry, sir. I really should have more cojones than to sob like this, sir. No, no, my boy. Let it out. Well, golly. You and Henry have had very different reactions to the news about Troy, young man. I can see I'm going to have my work cut out to keep the residents of Hornet Heaven on an even keel. Bill felt he should check on how other people in Hornet Heaven were reacting to the prospect of Troy leaving. So he went and looked for good old Charlie White, the former Watford inside forward that Henry had mentioned. Bill found Charlie in the atrium, the futuristic glass and metal building that had replaced the Red Lion pub in Hornet Heaven a few years earlier. Oh, there you are, Charlie. I've been looking for you. Um, everything okay? How are you? I'm most awfully well, Bill. Yes, <laughs> most awfully well. So, have you heard the news about, uh, about Troy Deeney? Yes, Bill. And, uh, how are you feeling? I uh, feel this is a time for glowing tributes, Bill. Troy is a marvellous fellow. Quite marvellous. Oh, good. A few years ago, you... Oh, uh, I can't deny I struggled a bit when Troy knocked me off my perch, so to speak, Bill. But what a player. My goal scoring may have been a record for the club in its early days, but Troy beat my total by more than 50 goals. It's an extraordinary feat, Bill. His contributions on the pitch have been pivotal in making the last decade fabulously special for Watford fans. Well, it's good to hear you talking about Troy like this, Charlie. In fact, I wonder if you could help me out. Of course, Bill. I'd be most terribly delighted. How can I be of assistance? Well, I need to find a way to help certain people in Hornet Heaven come to terms with Troy leaving the club. And, um, I was thinking I might... Take them on one of your time-honoured magical history tours and revisit Troy's greatest moments. Oh, dear. Am I that predictable? I'd love to help, Bill. What would you like me to do? Well, I was wondering, do you think you could lead the tour for me? 
It would be perfect to have a true Watford legend from a century ago helping Derek and Henry deal with the departure of the latest true Watford legend. Oh, oh, no, 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 Bill, no, 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 no. I, 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 I couldn't do that. It's a preposterous idea. The tour is. No, no, the idea of my leading the tour is preposterous. In my own time at the club, we were mainly non-league, whereas Troy Deeney has led us to two, two promotions and a cup final and countless successes punching above our weight against the big teams. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm just not worthy. Sorry, Charlie, I'm not having that, not for a moment. You are far too modest. You are good old Charlie White. No matter who follows in your footsteps at Watford Football Club, your standing will never be diminished. You are definitely the man to lead the tour. In fact, I insist. Oh, oh, well, uh, well, it's very kind of you to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I agree, but it would be an absolute honour. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do it. Bill rounded up Henry and Derek for Charlie and fetched them each a programme that would take them through the ancient turnstile on Occupation Road to the first match on the magical history tour Bill had devised. A moment later, Charlie, Henry and Derek were at the KC Stadium in Hull on the night of the 2nd of April 2013. To be frank with you, Charlie, I don't want to be here. I'm normally extremely fond of a Tuesday night in Hull, but yes, I rather gather Bill had to strong-arm you somewhat. The look in Bill's eyes suggested he was about to administer handcuffs, Charlie, and not handcuffs of the playful variety. Now, uh, this first game on our tour is from the exceedingly enjoyable first season we had under Gianfranco Zola. It's the vital promotion clash at Hull with just seven games left. <laughs> I remember this game, Mr. Good Old Charlie White, sir. Troy had come out of prison in the September, sir. A reformed man, sir. He grabbed the team by the scruff of the neck and dragged us up the league, sir. We were starting to realise what a hero's journey he was on. That he'd be a legend forevermore. He won't be a legend forevermore, Derek. The man's quitting. <laughs> Don't say that, Mr. Grover, sir. Troy's a total hero and always will be. <laughs> He's leaving us. I can't take it. Come, 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 Derek. Do dry your tears, or you'll miss Troy scoring the only goal of the game. It's quite a fabulous goal, too. Top bins, as they say, from outside the penalty area. It brought us to within a point of the automatic promotion places. It was the first big Watford moment where his contribution really stood out. I really don't care to be watching this. Look at Deeney charging about in these early moments of the match. He's beastly. I rather think you mean in beast mode, Henry. That's the correct modern lingo. No, Charlie, I meant what I said. Beastly. <laughs> oh, well, let's settle into this game and see if Troy can change your mind, Henry. It should be possible. After all, he'd already changed everyone else's mind after he came out of prison. After Troy's goal had won the game for Watford... Charlie took Henry and Derek back through the ancient turnstile to the main part of Hornet Heaven. He popped back into the atrium to pick up programmes for the next match and bumped into Bill. Oh, there you are, Charlie. How's the tour going? Ah, well, I have to say it's going, um, most awfully. Most awfully well? Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 uh, just most awfully. Derek keeps bursting into floods of tears and 
Henry's still spitting tacks. I'm afraid there's no sign of improvement whatsoever. Not to worry. I'm sure the next match on the tour will change things. I do hope so, Bill. <laughs> Which match is it? It's a certain playoff semi-final second leg against Leicester, guaranteed to put a smile on the face of every Watford fan. Charlie arrived with Henry and Derek at the Leicester game. Just before the end, after Anthony Knockhart had thrown himself onto the ground for a penalty, the three of them got ready for the extraordinary sequence of football they were about to witness again. Here it comes, Mr Good Old Charlie White, sir. The 20 seconds that made Troy Deeney a household name. <laughs> it gets me every time, Mr Good Old Charlie White, sir. My word, <laughs> yes, yes, me too. Uh, does it get you, Henry? It gets my goat. <laughs> Here we go, Mr. Good old Charlie White, sir. It's started, sir. Knockhart's taking the penalty. And Almenia saves it. And again. He does this every time. Look, Cassetti hoofs it and Akechi controls it. Pure luck. The way it lands on his foot. Forestieri scurries off down the wing, sir. He should have gone to ground to win a free kick. And puts in the most gorgeous cross I've ever seen, sir. <laughs> Look at that lazy Hulk Deeney slowly lumbering into position. Hoggy lays it back to a bully who's barking at Vidra to get out of the way. And <laughs> How will I cope without him, sir? How will the club cope without him? Exactly. The boy's point is my whole point too. Sorry, Henry, I, I do beg your pardon. I don't understand. I thought you wanted Troy out. I do. I definitely want him out, Charlie. But also, I don't. Goodness me, I'm, I'm hopelessly confused now. Uh, how do you mean? I mean, I have to confess I'm worried, Charlie. I'm worried about the future of the club I founded. I want to think Watford's story in the last few years has been the Pozzo story... But what if it's actually been the Troy story? How the world might be about to come crashing down now that he's going. <laughs> I see. That's why you've been angry with him. Blaming him, old thing, helps me deal with the fear of a future without Troy. I need to make it his fault. I need to say he's been too big for his boots. Or too big for his shirt, if I feel the need to resort to completely unjustified and abhorrent fat-shaming. Basically, I need to say whatever I can to avoid admitting how huge Troy Deeney has been for Watford Football Club. How wonderfully huge. Because I'm terrified, old thing, that when he goes, he may leave too huge a hole for the club to survive. Back on the other side of the ancient turnstile in the Hornet Heaven atrium, Charlie reported back to Bill on how the tour was going. I think we're about halfway there. Henry seems to have had some sort of um, breakthrough, but Derek can't stop blubbing. Oh, the poor thing. I could go and see if I've got a Watford handkerchief somewhere in my store of antique Hornets shop merchandise. Yes, yes that would be good. Derek's scarf is absolutely sopping wet. Which match have you got lined up for us next, Bill? Well... It's been very difficult to narrow down which games to choose for the tour because Troy has been central to so many incredible moments in the club's recent history. I mean, you can hardly not go back to the promotion game at Brighton in 2015 to watch Troy getting the goal and the assist that put us into the Premier League. That's true. 
What a day. And you can't not go to the FA Cup semi-final against Wolves to watch him take a last-minute penalty under the greatest pressure imaginable, setting us up to reach our first FA Cup final in many fans' lifetimes. My goodness, yes. Such composure. Such deadly composure. And how could you not go back to witness him at the head of the team as they walked out for an FA Cup final? Captain, leader, legend. It was all there in one moment. Though the less said about the game that followed, the better, of course. True, Bill, but Henry and Derek are both in need of reassurance that the club is going to be okay without Troy. (laughs) And now I think about it, the cup final is exactly where I should take Henry and Derek next. It'll be just the job. What? How will a 6-0 thrashing be just the job? Oh, uh, trust me, Bill. Trust me. Charlie took Henry and Derek through the ancient turnstile again. They arrived at a packed Wembley Stadium on the 18th of May, 2019. For goodness sake, Mr. Good old Charlie White, sir. Why did you bring me to listen to abide with me? It'll only make me blub even worse, sir. I do apologise, my young fellow, but do try to get through it. Good Lord, what a spectacle. You know, it still amazes me that Watford Football Club was the focus of this pageant. In 2019, our club was at the centre of football's centrepiece. Crikey, Mr. Good old Charlie White, sir. When Mr. Grover puts it like that, you realise how easy it is to forget what an achievement it was for our club to be in the spotlight on the world stage like this. Absolutely. And that's the perfect thing to remember ahead of the moment on this Troy Deeney magical history tour of ours when Watford's greatest playing legend emerges from the Wembley Tunnel. In fact, here he comes now. Look over there. Troy's coming. Where, Charlie old chap? I can't see him. I think you've spoken too soon, Mr. Good old Charlie White, sir. The teams aren't coming out yet. I can only see Luther Blissett carrying the trophy onto the pitch, ready for the teams to emerge. Oh, Luther Blissett? Watford's greatest playing legend, you mean? Yes, Charlie, old thing. You know who Luther Blissett is, Charlie, you big silly. The Luther Blissett whose departure didn't prevent Watford reaching the top flight three more times? Yes, Mr. Good old Charlie White, sir, that Luther Blissett. Why are you going on about him so much? Luther Lloyd Blissett, the club's record-breaking appearance maker and goalscorer whose departure didn't prevent us returning to English football's showpiece occasion. Oh, I get it now, Mr. Good old Charlie White, sir. You're saying there's life after a legend leaves. And I get it too, Charlie. You're saying that no one is bigger than the club. (laughs) What a relief. Our world isn't going to come crashing down after all. (laughs) Exactly, Henry. Put simply... When Troy has moved on, with our eternal admiration and thanks, we'll cope. Crikey, Mr. Good old Charlie White, thank you. I feel a lot better now, sir. I think I'll actually be able to see the good in Troy's departure, not grieve over it. Right, Charlie old chap, I think we should call a halt to this tour. It really has been just the job. And there's something I want to do quite urgently back at the atrium. A few minutes later, 
Henry stood just inside the doors of the atrium and addressed the crowd of Hornet Heaven residents that were inside. Ladies and gentlemen, could I have your attention, please? Thank you. I'd like everyone here in the atrium to step outside onto Vicarage Road for a moment. Sorry for the inconvenience, but it's important. Thank you. Henry, what's going on? What are you doing? I'm doing what the father of the club should do, Bill old poppet. I don't understand. What's that spool of yellow ribbon for? You'll see, old chap, you'll see. Come along, I need you outside with everyone else. When everyone was out on Vicarage Road, along the pavement and in front of the Hornet's shop, Henry stood in front of the closed atrium doors and addressed the crowd again. Right, please listen, everyone. Excuse me, Derek, my dear boy. Could I trouble you to stretch this ribbon across the doors of the atrium? Thank you so much. Henry, please tell me what's going on. You'll see in a moment, Bill. Oh, and could you just pass these scissors to that gentleman over there? You mean... That's right. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stepping outside the atrium for me. As most of you will remember, this amazing building suddenly appeared in Hornet Heaven in May 2013 as a symbol of the bright future the Pozzo family would bring to Watford. But here's a proper little memory test for you. Does anyone know what the very last bit of action on the Vicarage Road pitch was before the atrium replaced the Red Lion up here? Oh, 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 I know, Mr Grover, sir. It was Forestieri. Here's Hog. Dini! Correct, young man. You see, ladies and gentlemen, the answer to my question makes me feel that the atrium, this symbol of Watford Football Club's transformation over the last decade, is strongly linked to the name that young Derek just shouted. Indeed, the link feels so strong, ladies and gentlemen, that as father of the club, I've decided that we should acknowledge it. I'm going to rename the building. What? Rename the atrium? Just like that? Without consultation? It's a big step, but I think that as he leaves the club, we should immortalise one man's contribution to an era that has given us such joy. So, ladies and gentlemen, from now on and forevermore, we shall gather in and collect our programmes from the Troy Deeney Atrium. Oh, well, Henry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair enough, actually. That's lovely, in fact. A fine tribute. So, I'd like to ask good old Charlie White, whose eternal flame as a Watford legend burns undiminished, to do the honours with the scissors and ribbon. Charlie? Oh, that's most awfully flattering, Henry. But go on, Charlie. I won't take no for an answer. Oh, very well then. My word, what an honour. Uh, right, go on, Mr Good Old Charlie White, sir. You'll be ensuring that this isn't the end of Troy Deeney and Watford. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, 
ladies and gentlemen, I renamed this building the, uh, the Troy Deeney Atrium and declare it open. The End A Legend Forevermore was written and produced by Ollie Wicken. It was read by Colin Mace. For more information on the Hornet Heaven stories, please visit hornetheaven.com. <laughs>